Have you ever come across an odd myth, strange story, weird history, or something that just made you scratch your head and say to yourself, you know, I'd love to know a little bit more about that? Well, you're in luck, and you're in the right place listening to the right podcast, because this is the story of... And we're here with Bill. What's up, Bill? How are you? How's it going, little buddy? That's okay. Not bad. And we are blessed by a very special guest, a good friend of ours that goes back many, many, many years. We got Dr. Mike with us. Mike, what's up, buddy? How are you guys tonight? Yeah, we're very good. Not bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. Excited. I'm pretty tired, man. Podcasting on a Friday night after a week's worth of work is not fucking easy, but... Wait till baseball season starts. I don't coach no more, man. Oh, oh, okay. That stopped after the kid was, uh, after after she got impregnated, after I got my seat in. So, so. yeah, okay. <laughs> that's when everything changes. <laughs> well, that <laughs> yeah, that's, I was like, I gotta, I can't let her do that. So, yeah, no, that's, that's it. Um, all right, so we got an awesome topic this week. We are going to talk about, we're, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the story of Atlantis. So, this could go in a lot of different directions. And so this one, we're really gonna, I, I mean, look, we all got our own research and we just, I, I figure let's just start off and just throw some shit out there. I'll throw the first question out towards you guys. Parable or real? What do you guys think in your, your research? I mean, at your idea, your basic, what's your conclusion of Atlantis? Um, Is it a parable or did it exist? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Um, I think it was completely possible. Mm-hmm. I think it was a hundred percent completely possible. Absolutely. Okay. Um, any evidence is so. I mean, it's it's hard. It, it's really hard to say. That's what in, you said. You know, indefinitely that this was. You know, this definitely did happen. But I, you know, if I if I had to say yes or no, um, I, I'd I'd lean towards yeah. Okay. Personally, Mike, what do you I, got? Think, I think it was real. I don't know. I'm still on the fence whether or not it was. I think that it was just a piece of literature to describe the ideal society, mm. or is it real? Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that made me think both ways that it could be one or the other. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of where it, it just left you with more questions whether it yes, could be real. Yes, I not. noticed that too because if you notice, I mean, I don't know how much, how many different people you try to, or how many different types of you know videos you might have watched, how much different you know how much different uh, articles you might have read about it, but everybody had a different idea about mm-hmm. what it was or where it was or you know how. And the it locations was. varied quite yes. a bit. Yes, which which blows my mind because play you know coming from the source, the original source. Mm-hmm. He very plainly explains where it is. He's pretty specific about it. Yeah, he is, which yeah. which cracks me up. Why people suddenly are like, "Oh, he must have meant something else." No, he, <laughs> he said exactly what the there's, fuck he said. Well, there's really only about. there's one place where you could kind of possibly make a different interpretation. And so, so let me, if you guys don't mind, let me start off. Yeah, yeah, do you um, think? with 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 the basic background of Atlantis, real quick. So it's it comes from the dialogues that was written by by uh by plato timaeus and Critaeus, and mm-hmm. it's written about 360 bce and it talks about that you know he asked these guys to come up and talk to him 
uh, you know, about different uh, stories of how the ancient uh, Athenians interacted with other states. Now, and, now before before you keep going, mm-hmm. there's a certain way that Plato writes. You really got to describe it. The way Plato writes, he doesn't just write, you know, a, a story. He writes he writes his stories in dialogue. So it's straight writes, dialogue. So he yeah, yes, he writes through like the voices. Having, yeah, it's always like two yeah. people having a conversation when he writes his stuff. It's never just straight out there like this is what I think. It's always like he always brings like a story to it. You know, and it's crazy too because he writes this story almost he writes it as Socrates, which mm-hmm. was his teacher. So yeah. he's he's actually writing from the perspective of Socrates, talking to Timaeus of Locri, Hermocrates of Syracuse, or Syracuse, mm-hmm. and Critias of, of Athens. And so, like, Plato is not even in the story himself. No, he's no. telling it from like his dead teacher's point of view, right? Yeah. Which is kind of fucking weird, you know what I mean? But and, you know, and, Plato's just a know, weird dude. And in this one specific story, he actually goes out of his way, and I, I'm guessing he did this because of the reactions he was getting from people when he was originally telling the story. But mm. right before he tells the story, he comes out and he said, right. He says, although this is a strange tale, it is actually true. Yeah. And it's, the, it's the only time he's ever wrote that in any of his stories. Yeah. And it's, it's just, a, it's a weird, it's not a, uh, it's not a historical telling though, either. No, you, you, you know what I mean? It is, it is through his dialogues. Uh, but he does somehow, you know, find a way to thread, you know, this this quote unquote true story that he talks about, you mm-hmm. know, and and yeah. it's cool. It's it's such a fucking long line of 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 um of of telephone. So Critias yeah. yeah. says he heard the story of Atlantis from his grandfather, who had heard it from an Athenian statesman Solon, who was three hundred years before Plato's time, who had learned it from an Egyptian priest, who said that it had happened nine thousand years before him. So like that's a yeah. really long game of uh, of fucking telephone, man. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about at that point the the Greeks were known for being the historians of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they there, but when he goes and he he's being told this story by the Egyptians, the Egyptians tell him that you know the Greeks they they don't know nothing, they don't know shit about you know people in history they're they're what they call a i think it's pronounced deluge which mm-hmm. is a it's just, it's a natural catastrophe yeah they, deluge they, is a giant it's a giant flood yeah yeah a deluge which is yeah he says they 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 their records only go back one deluge he goes mm. ours go back eight thousand years before their deluge so they're 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 like yeah they're way more ahead of their game as far as history telling yeah absolutely and and so the the basic story of Atlantis, if, and and guys, jump in, correct me if you hear anything that I get wrong, is it's created by Poseidon. He's got this woman that he loves. Uh, she's a human. Poseidon had, had had apparently walked the entire Earth to find like the greatest place to live, and he comes across this this island or this continent that have the most beautiful people and the smartest people, and he and he falls in love with this woman. And then he creates his own island out of the water because obviously Poseidon is the the um, you know is the god of the ocean, and he builds this new home for his love, and he names it Atlantis, uh, and it's surrounded by concentric five concentric rings of water 
that's connected through tunnels and it's connected through canals and each concentric ring is around the the middle island which has a giant temple uh, to Poseidon in the middle of it. Uh, they are an incredibly advanced civilization, um, super powerful, right? A massive no, no. Uh, maritime and seafaring empire. Yeah, go ahead. Now, what what does that mean, though? Like when you say super advanced, now exactly and I was thinking that about mean? that too. Well, so they, they didn't what, have electricity. They didn't have flying. Well, cars. they didn't have bubble cars see, now, that going into the water. They didn't have that shit. What but they maybe had they was did. They, they, no man. What they had was religion. What they had I, was politics. What they had was no. I I that's what I think. What they mean by advanced? They did. They didn't. They wasn't like they had like fucking technology that we, that was lost upon us today i, I think just they did they had maps they they were ahead you... of, i mean think about think about it though you'd go back it's 18 850 or what year did you say it was uh, it takes place uh well it's written in 360 bce and it was supposedly take place 9000 years before that okay and if you got a military if you got priesthoods if you got religion mats astronomy archaeology that's ahead of the game that's you being advanced i think they time. frame themselves to be almost like the elite mm, yes mm-hmm. yes the echelon of society belong that's there. that's what i think about them being advanced i don't think technology because that's the first place we go when we think yeah, about we advanced now yeah sure but now if you go with one of the theories that is based on the Minoans and and uh, off the island of Crete. Mm. Um, they were incredibly advanced. They did have indoor plumbing and they had sewers and they were mm-hmm. they were they had they have they had three story buildings mm-hmm. that were legitimately like three story buildings that you could walk up and go up and you know what I mean and like they yeah. were incredibly advanced in their architecture, yeah. um, in in the way that they built stuff. So not, you know, look, if you just want to go back and look at that, there were definitely, you know, mm-hmm. societies that were advanced for sure. Now, yeah, if you're saying that, and I, and I, and look, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Maybe they didn't have crystals and all that type of shit and they weren't using lasers, which I totally think they might've been. Uh, I'm going to go with, yes, I think they were. Um, but I see what you're saying. You want to go boring. Anyway. Fine. Ooh. No, <laughs> realistic. <laughs> Uh, realistic, boring. I mean, Jesus. All right, I don't go know. ahead, go ahead. Lasers and fucking, fucking shoot the whole thing. I think they had fucking lasers. I don't know about cars. Uh, they wouldn't. Well, I'll get into it because some of the some of the 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 powers that are attributed to the Atlanteans are pretty fucking astounding. Uh, maybe because they were aliens. I don't know. Um, oh, whoa, we're gonna go that way. They opened up a door uh, now. There's quite a there's quite a few doors that you can open up with this. Um, and but you know the the story goes that. They were super advanced, and they go up against the Athenians, and they lose. They lose a war, and the Athenians win, and it's kind of like, you know, and that's where the idea comes in, is it, is it a parable or not? And it's 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 a story of two cities which are competing with each other, right? Uh, but they're not necessarily competing on legal grounds, but they're, they're competing on cultural and political, kind of what you were talking about, mm-hmm. and ultimately a war. And it's a smaller city, which is Athens, and it's triumphing, you know, tri- triumphs over this mighty, aggressive, you know, city, which is Atlantis. It is, you know, wealth versus modesty. 
It is maritime, which is, you know, the seafaring versus farmers, right? It's engineering versus spiritual. And so, you know, if you want to look at it as, as, you know, through the idea of a parable, it is like the haves almost versus the have-nots. And really, it gets to the point where they just get so greedy and it gets to, you know, they, they've they just become so in, 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 engulfed in greed and lust that and eventually, this, this is the Atlanteans, the, the Atlanteans, Atlanteans. Okay, that they're it. just so engulfed in greed and lust that eventually the gods strike them down and overnight they're, you know, their, their civilization is gone. Yeah. So, and from what I understand, the, the area where we're thinking, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be like around the Canary Islands, around like t- parts of, you know, like uh, the tip of like Spain, the tip of um, like top of uh, Africa was that was all the now, area. That's one theory. Yeah, that was one that from what I understand and from what I've heard, the direction for me to think that this was actually possible is that theory. Okay. And that's what if you go back to the words of Plato, Plato describes they're outside of the pillars of Hercules. Now, this is the one part, like I had said earlier, that could be put up to interpretation because we don't exactly know where the pillars of Hercules were. Actually, I did find something about where it is. Okay, Um, go ahead. I'm going to try to see if I can find exactly where I found it. From what I understand, too, it's supposed to be through the rocks of Gibraltar. Yes, the rocks of Gibraltar, which is the little narrow passageway between uh, Spain and Morocco, which is Spain and northern northern africa and if you um, pass the rocks of gibraltar you're supposed to be able to hit the center city yes and then you go, you go up, and you go up that, north a little bit and and that's that is where the canary and, islands are Absolutely. and if you go past that you're supposed to hit a continent i um, you know north america yeah well i got a little ways to go but sure um yeah now i mean i i've read about atlantis for years I, how familiar are you guys with this i mean is it like yeah, I said, I've, I've watched documentaries. Time. Yeah, I've watched documentaries on it over the years. I've always been intrigued by it. I've read a couple of books about it, but nothing, you know, I, that was years ago. It's been a while since I touched on the subject. Mm-hmm. Mike, where are you out? Um, I, I've always heard the story of Atlantis, never really did any sort of research into it until now. Mm. Um, a lot of it just seems like mythology. Yeah, mythology. I think kind of falls along the same line of stuff you would find in the Bible, and that, and point. that's where you'll yeah, and and you'll that's where you'll find this subject if you go looking for it. You'll find yeah, right. it in mythology sections. And but you know, like Mike, I, I like you bring up the point of the Bible, and um, I mean, look, I mean, let's let's talk, right. If there's this giant water deluge that takes out Atlantis, right? Well, the Bible has a pretty famous story about a lot of water too. You, you know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so one of the you know, one of the things I was reading about was the the fact that the Atlanteans were literally just so full of greed mm. they were trying to take over the whole world. Yeah. Essentially when they got to Athens, the gods were the ones that kind of put them back in their place and said, No, we will not let you do this. Yeah. By doing that, to teach them a lesson, the gods apparently struck them down with uh, several earthquakes and within a day, one day, one night, the entire continent, they described it large enough to be a continent, yep. submerged and gone within one day and one night. Yeah. And it was this, the size was supposed to be the size of Libya and Asia Minor combined, mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking big. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a pretty big landmass. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, look, I'm a history teacher, and so I, I, I 
obviously deal with history a lot. I, me personally, when it comes to mythology, I have always been in the school that it comes from somewhere, right? There's some kernel of truth that mythology comes from. Well, that's, that's, that's my thing with this story. This is why I believe, I do believe it was possible that it existed. If you're, if you're going to tell this story, you can't just come out and say, hey, I think that there was this big landmass over here and it sank. That's, that's my theory. You, if, if, if there's not something to intrigue the thought or the idea, people are just going to blow it off. So I think what Plato was doing was he knew that there was this land there. He knew that it sank. He knew that there was this big catastrophe with this, with this land. But it wasn't interesting enough for to captivate people, and he decided to wrap it in a story of a good story, but a story of bullshit for it to become living, to it for it to, for the story to last. Okay, yeah. So I think I think there are truths there, but I don't think he know. I think the whole story about Poseidon, he was able to wrap that up into it. He was able to wrap up. Like, how did how does he know that the, they went to war with the Greeks? Like, how does he know that? He mm-hmm. he doesn't. Well, that could have been supposedly, right? It, it, but supposedly, the story comes from the guy Salon or Salon. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Who, you know, is telling the story from the Egyptian point of view, and so the Egyptians were around quite a bit longer. But like you said, it was a game of telephone. By the time it got to him, <laughs> yes. It- a you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So just imagine the story that got wrapped up in that bullshit. Fair what, enough. Yeah. What, right down to the bare bones. Manipulated over time. Yes, yeah. exactly. And right down to the bare bones, let's just look at it. What we're saying is that there was a landmass somewhere and it got completely wiped out. And we want to know if it actually existed. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it comes stories, down to. You know, f- forget about the technology that they might have had. Forget about the politics that they might have had. Forget about all that. You know, forget about the wars they might have won. What we're looking at is if this place might have actually existed. Mm-hmm. And and it is if if where he says this place might have existed in the Mid Atlantic Ocean, if you you go and you look at this where where he said it is, it is completely possible for it to be there. And it is completely possible for it to all go to shit because of the exact location. Mm-hmm. That exact location is built right on top of three tectonic plates. Yeah. And At, those... Get get man. Well, I was going to say, I think the police, the place that you're referring to off of the coast of Spain is Cadiz. Um, yeah. C-A-D-I-Z. And that is one of the places that has been the newer idea of where it, it actually uh, belonged to. And... So I I've always been like I had said earlier I don't I've always been um on on the side of the Minoans I always thought it was the Minoans that was kind of where I had always put my my uh, uh uh you know my check mark and the Minoans were an incredibly you know sophisticated as I had said before um civilization that flourished. Uh, it was on uh, the island of uh, of Crete and Thera, which is now known as Santorini. It was about four thousand years ago. The Minoans, um, they were they were one of Europe's first like great civilizations. They had huge palaces, paved roads, written language. They were the first Europeans to use written language, and then 
you know, like I said, plumbing, they also worshipped bulls, which is one of the gods, one of the major gods, excuse me, animal gods that the Atlanteans were said to have um, worshipped as well. And around 1600 BC or BCE, they get hit with a massive earthquake uh, and the island, uh, the Santorini, the volcano in Santorini uh, erupts. It, it puts like 10 million tons of shit into the air. And overnight, the Minoan civilization is pretty much gone, done, over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, another interesting fact when it comes to the Minoans is if you read about uh, the architecture of the Atlanteans, the color of their architecture and their buildings was black, red, and white, which happens to be the very same color of the rocks that are on uh, Crete, that are, that are within the Minoan civilization, which is an interesting little detail you know um mm -hmm. but the only problem i find with the minoans is that it's not past the pillars of hercules it's not anywhere no. near the rock of gibraltar mm -hmm. it's in the mediterranean sea it's not too far from italy and i mean he was very specific about you know the 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 the, the pillars of hercules otherwise why would he put it in there you know what i'm saying like yeah, that's exactly. not like a detail and, that and you just throw in and if you and if you go right out those side uh, you know that those pillars. You have the uh, the Azaris Plateau. Mm -hmm. Now that is one that is so significant in this story, because the Azaris Plateau was once above land, mm -hmm. and when they dredged that, they, you know, this this story has been going around for a long time, and it died in the water for a long time too. Yeah, and, and I want to say, uh, I think out of here, like around, yeah, it was eighteen eighty two. <laughs> Ignitus, Ignitus Donnelly wrote a book called The Anti-Diluvian Anti World. The Anti-Diluvian World. And that started this huge fucking fan base of Atlantis freaks. Yeah, and he was That's a U.S. congressman. Like, that yeah. too was in the uh, the United States Congress. So, yes. I mean, and, and it got really popular within the Victorians. And they, you mm -hmm. know, they, they, they were like the astronaut of the world. They were, you know, everybody was listening to these people. And, you know, they were the popular people. But, like, this story just, you know, it, after that, you know, it was just this tale. Like, holy shit, this, this, this could this have happened? Yeah. But then the turn of the century comes. And you got, like, the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. And all of a sudden, oceanography comes in. And it's like, oh, now we're starting to do science out in the fucking ocean. That's great. Let's send scientists out there and let's see what we got. So now you got all these scientists going out to the oceans and they're fucking doing all these experiments and they're dredging up fucking, you know, the bottom of the ocean. They're making maps. And all of a sudden they start realizing like, hey, you know, you know all of a sudden another book comes out around 1978 and it was called uh, Atlantis Factor Fiction. Mm -hmm. And they claim that after they did their extensive research and all the paperwork they found, that there is nothing on the bottom of the, of the mid-Atlantic floor. It's, it's nothing. There's nothing there. Mm. And it really it, it hurt the reputation of where Atlantis was. And so then that's when people started saying, well, maybe he didn't mean it this way. Maybe he meant it this way. Maybe it's over here. Maybe it's over so there. The idea of kind of maybe bending it to yes, you know those to, folks that, to. that want to make sure that it is found, but at the same yeah. time too, you got to remember, you know, we're in the nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties. If they're looking like when we think of Atlantis, we think of like the Little Mermaid, where you know what I mean. Where yeah, you're like looking for columns. pillars, you're looking for structures. Yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's nothing there. <laughs> like, no, it's gone. <laughs> you know, like no. 
Plus, the fact nothing. that it's been there for so long at the bottom of the ocean, how much of it would actually have been weathered? Yeah, worn it's going to disintegrate. Salt water would have ate it up. Yeah, yeah salt water would have right. ate it up. So if you're you're looking for, like, literal, like, pillars and shit like that, well, you're not going to find anything, you know? Exactly. So yeah. I feel like by, by scientists coming, oh, it's, uh, there's nothing down there. Well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> you know, like, but, but what that... What that book didn't do was address all the points that did point to Atlantis being there. Mm. It it didn't bring up any of those facts, and some of those some of those facts were were papers that were published by scientists, well known scientists, even in National Geographic, saying that when they dug up that part of the ocean, when they dredged it, they found beach sand. Mm. They found lime rock that was only could be produced in low level waters yeah they, they found rocks like actual stones that were shaped by the 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 wind and like you know out of the ocean like these they were rocks that were formed the, the fossilized creatures that you would find like you know not too like 100 feet down in water they were yeah. finding a fossilized you know two miles down in the ocean yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no so, reason so, or any way possible for it to get down there. Yeah. yeah it's, so there is Unless a the sea level chunk. was completely different. And, yeah, you know, exactly. and that's a lot of the things that I read as far that's as... That's whole plateau. Yeah. You know, and, and if you go back, I mean, look, if, you're, if, you're, if you go by the words of, of Plato where it's, it's, it, it's Atlantis supposedly was 9,000 years prior to him, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you go back 10,000 years... The water levels are much different, much much different. Yeah. The water levels are much much lower. Yeah. At the end of the last ice age, about twelve thousand years ago, the water is, um, sorry, three hundred feet lower, what were then than it is now, and mm-hmm. so yeah, you're gonna have a shit ton of land and, that and was a lot of that that's not has, there now, right? That that would be above sea level then. Yeah, that's a big and a lot of a lot of that sea level raise or you know raising has to do with the theory of why Atlantis is gone. One of the main theories, and I mean some of the proof is just the the craters that was left behind. But uh, one of the theories is that a, there was a comets. There were a couple. It was like a rain down of comets, and mm. at the time. But what it, what happened was was that the whole top part of the world had an ice sheet on it. Mm. All of all of North America, Scandinavia, all that, all up there was all a fucking one big ice sheet. And when these comets came slamming down to Earth, it instantaneously melted this fucking ice sheet. And you got millions of fucking gallons of water, of ocean, fresh water, slamming into the Atlantic Ocean. So it and accelerated the... the, the the melting of the uh the the glaciers that were yes and 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 all this water came raining down upon atlantis it's an interesting and that's what and that's what flooded it all away that's an interesting theory uh did anybody come across the fact or the idea or the theory that atlantis was is actually an antarctica anybody come across that no no i didn't get that one yeah so there was one theory that i read that it was antarctica and then through shifting of the tectonic plates, it went from one area of the world and it shifted all the way up. That's a big shift. I don't know if I buy that 100%. That's a, that's a really yeah. big move. That's a big shift. Um, I don't know if, if Antarctica was Atlantis, but there's definitely an alien base uh, under Antarctica. That um, I will die on that hill all day long. <laughs> this is um, what I deal with, Mike. This is and, what I deal with, Mike. <laughs> that, that's that's a story. That's an episode two uh, unto itself. Do you also um, know that uh, it, it also... We need to take a trip. We need to find out. <laughs> 
they, they, somebody's got to talk about it, right? We got to fucking yeah, talk about it. We got to have that conversation, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So let me bring up a couple of different theories and see if you guys came across these, okay? All right. So we talked about the Minoans, uh, Antarctica. Bill, I'm going there. Aliens. Did you guys read oh. anything about aliens? I, I didn't get yeah, into. Yeah, I kind of. I saw it and I laughed and then I kept going. See why? <laughs> why is that? Because I don't want to go down that road as far why? as aliens. I, you know, I, I, I didn't. I, you're more than welcome to. I just, I, I was looking for the more plausible reasons, and but, I just didn't think that. My question to you, because I think humans are sp- smart enough to have done it back then. I don't think we needed aliens to do it. All right, but my question to you is, why is that the more plausible? Why can't aliens be plausible? Why is because like you know what I'm saying? Because like, is that just something that we're just you you're taught and people tell you that it's not plausible? Like, why? Why can't that be plausible? I'm not saying because it is. You, I'm just asking you. No, I, I get it. it. It's 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 the last. It's like the last the last bullet in your pouch you know it's like it's the last thing that you're gonna believe because it's just you're trying to think of it one there's there's obviously there's been a lot of footage of aliens and spaceships and stuff like that on the posted on the internet but until you actually see it for yourself you know you do want to believe it but like straight up you i know you believe in aliens and that's fine and i believe in aliens too i think they're out there i don't think we're the only fucking people on this in this universe it's fucking like you say no you know aliens no 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 i I do think there's something else out there it is we it goes back to the fact that we feel that we need hope that we're not alone okay okay the fact is it's too scary for people to realize we're floating around in the middle of oblivion on a giant fucking rock, <laughs> the most weirdest thing possible happened on this planet, and they're called human beings. That's all right, Mike. You definitely got to come on when we do. Th- we've been we've been talking about doing an alien episode for an entire oh, season. We haven't done one yet. You're coming on. We, like you have to be on for that dude. episode. Listen, it's not a matter of hope. It's just a matter of like, it's it, for me at least. It's just a matter of like. It just it just can't be. It just can't we we can't be the smartest people in the fucking universe. Mike, you can't be. Mike, you're 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 a man of science, yes? You are you are a man of medicine, right? So therefore you I'm I'm a very practical person. Absolutely. So science driven, but I look at facts. Okay. So but you also know that numbers do not lie, correct? Numbers are numbers. Okay. There is statistically impossible. Right, and I don't know that it's called the Drake equation. I believe it's called. It is statistically impossible. This is mathematics that we are the only life form in the universe. It is statistically How'd they come to that impossible. Equation? I don't know. They Dude, they, the guy named Drake made it. Is a guy much smarter than me. It's above my pay grade. Um, <laughs> way above my pay grade. But the very our existence itself, with the number of planets that are out there that they we we believe in the size of the universe, our very existence makes it statistically impossible for us to be the only life forms. But back to Atlantis, I win that oh, argument. Yeah, by the way, because <laughs> I love quantum physics. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on. So we'll get into that. We'll get it. We'll look up Drake's equation and all that good shit. All right. So you guys are not buying Atlantis's uh, aliens. 50,000 years ago from the Lyrian star system that they came down, um, they were living for about 800 years. That was their lifespan. You guys don't buy that? No. No. Okay. I believe they might have had something to do with the pyramids. 
Oh, but they weren't smart enough to, uh, you know, they were, they, you know, they were, they were smart enough to do Atlantis, but they couldn't have done, you know, man couldn't have made the pyramids. Okay, Bill. That's a no, I'm fit. saying I think aliens were helped make the pyramids. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, but you said you didn't believe in ancient aliens because you thought man was smart enough to have done all these things. I think we could have done that on our own. I don't yeah, think we needed. Yeah, but you're contradicting him. yourself now. See, this is why no, I went. I'm saying, I went. I, no, I'm not contradicting myself. I'm saying they didn't help us with one, and they helped us with the other. All right, so aliens, you guys don't think. All right, so here's some of the stuff that I, I read uh, that they may have been a lost colony uh, from Mars. And the inhabitants of Atlantis uh, were, uh, were believed to possess exceptional powers, such as the ability to control the weather, modify volcanic eruptions. They must have fucked that one up. Using mass uh, telekinesis, uh, levitation, and all of that jazz using lasers and um, crystals. Is it even a possibility, a realm of possibility for you guys? Anything. Possible. Maybe. If, we're, if you had taken a shitload of mushrooms, yes, completely possible. <laughs> <laughs> what if they did, and they they and they developed all of this shit? You could do it. Okay. <laughs> it's certainly possible on mushrooms. Okay, you okay. so 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 the aliens come here, they build Atlantis, and then another group of aliens is pissed off at them, and they shoot down fucking lasers and destroy Atlantis. Could be. That's a possibility. That is a a a major tenet in the ancient alien theory. I mean, it sounds like a great movie. I'd love to see in the summer. You know, in the movies next Summer year. Summer blockbuster for, yes. for 2023. Okay. Atlantis aliens. I'm in. All right. Okay. Maybe, maybe there's an agreement about uh, with the other alien races that nobody interferes with Earth. And then this one group came down and interfered with Earth. And the other aliens had to wipe them off of Earth. That's actually, guys, that's actually one of the major tenets in the, in, the ancient alien theory. Uh, especially when it pertains to the Bible. They talk about there was the group called the Watchers. And the Watchers, right, from the Bible, you read about them, they're in the Bible, and they come down and they, they mate with females and they have babies. I mean, this is all in the Bible. The Bible's got some crazy fucking stories to it. Uh, this might be in the uh, the Old Testament. And they, they mate with women and they have giant babies, uh, not like giant babies, but babies of like a giant race and superhumans, not like, <laughs> like fucking giant babies. Um, and they anger... The other um, angels that told them to not do that, and then they came down and wiped out these civilizations. And and that is one of the ancient alien theories, that those were not angels, but they didn't have words for aliens back in those times. And maybe the best word that they can use in their religious thematic thoughts was angels. But anyway, back to Atlantis, because... You, you get me all wound up here on ancient aliens. We're not there. It's, no <laughs> it's, totally it's other you episode. that keeps going off. I'm just no, saying. No, man. It's not me. Okay. <laughs> There's also the idea of the Black Sea Flood. Are you guys familiar with the Black Sea Flood at all? No, but I'm intrigued. All right. So the Black Sea um, was its own lake, essentially, that was cut off from the Mediterranean by the Bosphorus Mountains. And at one point, the Mediterranean goes over the Bosphorus and floods out the Black Sea and floods out an entire civilization around it. And the one of the theories is that was such a traumatic experience. And it's true, I mean, that, that, that happened. Um, but one of the theories is that was just such a traumatic flood that not only did that possibly give rise to the story of the Great Flood or going back to the Epic of Gilgamesh, back to the Sumerians, uh, because you, the Sumerians wrote about the giant flood before Noah. The Sumerians were there, you know, thousands of years prior to the, the Bible being written. And they also talked about a giant flood, right, that flooded out. 
And so the theory is that this massive flood by the Black Sea um, also gave rise to the flood myth, the Great Flood story, as well as the story uh, that sank Atlantis as well. So there is that theory as well that is rooted in archaeological uh, truth where they know that something happened. Now, there is debate on how how massive the flood was. Uh, there are people that say it wasn't... Um, it wasn't me. It might not have been as bad as they originally thought, where they thought that it was like a 30 foot shift in, in sea level. It might have been a five to a 10 foot shift, which may not have killed so many people. But there is that theory as well. Have you guys heard of Edgar Casey? No. Mike, you've heard? No? Oh, no. Okay. Edgar Casey was a prophet. A, uh, I don't, he was, he's known as the American Nostradamus. And this dude's story is pretty crazy. He was in the 1930s. He was essentially, uh, from my understanding, was illiterate, didn't really, you know, he grew up very, very poor. Uh, but it's, I, it's a crazy, crazy story. But long story short, he was able to do incredible things. He would put himself in a trance. And his secretary or his wife would transcribe everything he would speak, everything he would say in this trance. And he would give predictions, and many of them, many of them, you know, happened. Uh, he would give, like, psychic readings to people, and he would diagnose... Now, this man was... Mike, he's not a doctor. He's got no got no medical background at all. But people would come around from around the world. He'd go into a trance, and he would be able to diagnose them of what was wrong with them. And then they would go get it treated, and they would be okay, and it would be good. And again, this guy's got no medical background... It is said that he could put, and as it sounds, no, it sounds crazy, but he could put a book underneath his pillow and wake up the next day with all of the knowledge from the book in his head. Now he's learning by osmosis. He's learning by osmosis. It's what we all wish we oh, could do in high school. Water, but um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so that would be amazing if he could absorb a book like that. Yes, right. So this guy Edgar Casey, in he gave over fourteen thousand readings in his lifetime. And 700 of them had to do with Atlantis. And he talked about Atlantis being this giant continent in between, in the middle of the Atlantic, in between the Gulf of Mexico, the outer part of the Mediterranean Sea. So right outside the gates, right? And he... You said the Gulf of Mexico. That's yeah. That's like by Florida. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's a giant continent. Really? That big? That's, that's what he had said. It was, it was massive. That was his his thing so i mean that's huge um yeah. a lot you know a lot bigger than what other people had said you know i mean it's going to cover up the majority of the atlantic ocean so long story short he says he i mean he's claiming that um he talks about how advanced the atlanteans were all this type of stuff and how they there were two groups of atlanteans and they were warring with each other for a thousand years and the atlantean um continent was going downhill for a while and they knew they were on their way out. And so refugees left Atlantis. Some went to ancient Egypt. Some went to the Yucatan. Um, and they hid their records in those areas. And supposedly, according to him, the Atlanteans hid their hall of records, one of them, underneath the left paw of the Sphinx in Egypt. Oddly enough, about 10 years ago, they did um, ground penetrating radar right around the sphinx and found that there is indeed a cavity underneath the left paw of the sphinx 
Now the, the director. What are we doing? So the director of the antiquities in Egypt said, "You ain't fucking touching that ground. <laughs> like, I don't oh, give it, like you're not going into it." And so, I mean, it's pretty weird. It's pretty strange how you know that's kind of like spot on. Where where the people like it's the his foundation. He started the foundation when he was still alive. They eventually got. You know, they sent out their people to Egypt and they did this experiment. And sure enough, there's a fucking cavity underneath the left paw of the Sphinx. Now, he also said in 1938 that the pathway or the roadway to Atlantis would be found. And in his words, and he says in 68, 69, that area, 1968, divers find in Bimini what they now call the road to Atlantis. Said, Did you guys come across the Bimini road at all? I I saw it, but I didn't watch it. Okay. The Bimini Road is over by Bimini, which is in the Bahamas. And it's a massive, about mile and a half road, which looked like normal, you know, uh, uh, rocks on the bottom of the ocean. But upon further inspection, the blocks are about seven seven feet by ten feet. And they're at right angles, where nature Mm -hmm. doesn't make right angles. And it's, it's a... There are there are rocks underneath these giant rocks that are holding them up in place, so purposely put there. So it's just crazy how Edgar Casey is like, yeah, give it about thirty years, sixty eight, sixty nine, you're going to start to find the remnants of Atlantis. And sure as shit, in nineteen sixty eight, and he says in Bimini, sure as shit, nineteen sixty eight, they find the Bimini Road. And he also talks about the fact that you will find the Hall of Records. Underneath the left paw of the Sphinx. And sure shit, there's a fucking cavity under the left paw of the Sphinx. I don't know, man. Uh, we got to get, get Nicolas Cage. Yeah, we I think so. Him on a mission I think Edgar Casey deserves a, an episode of his own as well. But that's some, that's a, that's some crazy shit. That's very- that's, now, he has definitely said things that did not come true. You know what I mean? It's not 100%. But I thought that was an interesting you know, coincidence, if you, if you believe in coincidence. I don't necessarily believe in coincidence. So I don't know. What, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Do you think that holds any possible? Does I, I interest you? There are, I mean, there have been so many underwater structures that have been found that are exactly how you're describing around the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've, you've heard about, so, I mean... Is it possible? Sure, but I mean, it could also be possible that that was just a piece of Atlantis. Because yeah. Atlantis was said to be pretty big. Like I said, it was supposed to have ten kingdoms. Yeah, and it was supposed to have stretched out really far. And like you said, there have been like, you, you mentioned the ten rings. I mean, you mentioned the rings that yeah, the that five, was, five rings, five one, concentric rings, yeah. five rings. Sorry, that was supposed to be the central, the the center city. Yes. So that was that was only the center city of that uh, that that was called Atlantis. There was so much more of it that branched out. So yeah, that that Bimini could definitely have been a part of it. But I mean, I I don't think it was the central hub, the main location mm-hmm. of it. Maybe the outskirts of it. Maybe, Mike. What are your thoughts? You think that? I mean, you think Casey might have been onto something, or do you think it's a a coincidence? Man of science. What do you got? I think it's coincidence. I mean. You know, unless you're gonna get try to go underneath that paw to see what's in that cavity, whether mm. or not you can grab some of those stones that they found at the bottom of the ocean and look into them and see exactly what is it. You know, is it something that we've seen before? Is it something that just maybe it's from a different planet? But who who knows what it could yeah. be? Could have been you different know, civilization. You don't know either, right? It, or it could have just been some other civilization that 
you know, something happened to them, the remnants are just here. Even if you saw in the news recently, there was a, a bunch of the droughts in the summer throughout Europe, and you saw all these water vessels receding. Yeah. And you're seeing all these boats from the World War II that were submerged, and all of a sudden they're bright as day. Like they're just relics sitting at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Or, you know, bodies of water for an extended period of time. And even at that, even after they finally have submerged and we were able to actually take them out, what did we do? just left it alone mm-hmm. why hmm. just to me i think it just leaves more questions for someone else later on like how did a boat get to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> what happened yeah. That yeah. The boat is here? it just yeah. creates more of that what happened prior a theory yeah yeah that's a good point good point and and you're right though i mean things like this definitely i think going through my research i definitely walked out with a lot more questions um I never, I've always, I, I've known a lot about, I've known about Edgar Casey for a while. I didn't realize the connection between, I know there was an Edgar Casey reference with the paw, but I didn't know that he also referenced Bimini, and I've known about the Bimini Road for a while, and I've just brushed off the Bimini Road, like, yeah, whatever. Um, but that's left me with a lot more questions. You I know? mean, did you, have you ever seen what New Zealand used to look like? No, never well, take take a look. Take a look at New Zealand, and before New Zealand, it was called something else. I forgot what it was. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but like, it used to be so much bigger than what it is now. It mm. really it used to be huge, and within the past couple of thousand years, it sank, and mm. now you have what you have now. New Zealand used to be so much more above water than what it is right now. It doesn't have to do with um, the rising. Well, some of it has to do with some of the rising waters, you know, water, um, the sea level. But a lot of it has to do also with just the fact that it's slowly sinking. Wow. All right, so it's called Zealandia. Zealandia, that's what and it was. And they're saying that um, an eighth continent called Zealandia is hidden under New Zealand and the surrounding Pacific, and about 94% of Zealandia is submerged. Yeah. Which suggests that, uh, new research suggests that Zealandia was 1 billion years old, about twice as old as geologists thought. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, New Zealand's pretty big now. (laughs) You know, I mean, New Zealand's not, oh, let me see New Zealand. I might be thinking about Australia. I mean, it's right next to Australia. It's not that big. it's southern. It's it's south. It's small. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's that's what she said. But it used to be ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, and just, I mean, and that's only happened in the past couple thousand years. We're talking 8,000 years before 580 BC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these structures, anything that, I feel like the world has rolled over once since then. Like these tectonic plates, they rotate. You know what I'm saying? They don't just, you know, they dig on, they go underneath the earth and they come back out somewhere else on the other side. You know, so <laughs> anything, anything that gets sucked in or pushed away, you know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, it's I not, mean, it's the poles have, de- the poles have switched, the poles have changed. Um, this definitely, yeah. you know, that's why Antarctica might be it. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it could very well be. So we'll, we'll leave off on this last one Cadiz. Did you guys read about Cadiz at all? No. All right, though. That's the one, Bill, I think you're actually referring to. Cadiz is off of 
the eastern the eastern coast of um well the, the eastern coast of Spain, um, mm-hmm. not too far from the the pillars uh, or the Straits okay. of Gibraltar, and it's it's actually quite interesting. Um, let me go to my notes here. Um, I was so Cadiz. It it so they've used like satellite investigation techniques and aerial photography and ground observations on the site. And they they believe historian this historian Tim Akers he's the head of the research at this place called Merlin Burroughs he thinks that they've discovered Atlantis um, and they also found that the people were incredibly advanced and they have found if uh, it's off of the Danyana uh, National Park they believe where where it is where it was located would have been what we now call the Danyana National Park in Spain and. It's actually not underwater, but it the the it, there used to be an inland sea in this area, and that water has now drained out and is now covered by silt and like marshland, and so it's actually covered by a swamp. So when you're looking in the ocean, you were looking in the wrong place. That it used to be water, which then a giant tsunami took out and then dried up, and now it's swampy marshland. And they said they have found uh, remnants of a wall that used to be where, like, what would be the edge of this inland lake, was inland sea. And the wall, they did, uh, they sent it out to these labs, and they sent out pieces of the wall to labs in Italy. And they found that it has a coating which would keep barnacles from growing on it. Where if you think, I mean, it's 9,000 years ago. And this lab is a lab that has done a ton of work on ancient Roman artifacts and ancient Greek artifacts. And so the first thing they did was they, they, they timed it to a time period before the Romans and the Greeks. And found this weird coating that they put on the wall that was like, like anti-barnacle rub. And then the second thing that they found was patina on some metal objects that they had found around the area that uh, definitely point to metallurgy where a mixing of metals and so which would have been again very very advanced for that time period and if you look at the writings of uh, Plato he talks about a lot of the places having this blue patina to it this bluish type of patina which they found now this evidence in this area that also has this evidence of like ancient metallurgy which would have been way 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 before uh, any of the old you know, um, civilizations were were working with metallurgy, right, and and mixing uh, different metals. So Cadiz is definitely a very interesting uh, site that they're working on. They found it in about 2010. They're still working on it now. It's the Doñana National Park in Spain, and uh, it looks kind of promising. And according to this place, they said it's exact. There is no diversion of Plato's story. Everything from Plato's story, they could prove exactly where it is. Uh, the Daily Mail did an article on it, and they have these little circular areas, and they believe that within this inland lake, there were little islands, and then they also had man-made islands that cascaded all the way through right this this uh, this inland lake, and they said they underneath like it, like each island had its like its own giant building that kind of was living on top of that. And you could see all of the other islands from every island. Very interesting. But yeah, and they believe that it was also a part of about 35 other scattered cities that are all along the coast of Spain. 
as well. And what, they're, they're, they're still uh, excavating that to this day? I believe so. They're still looking into it today, yeah. Wow. So Cadiz, Spain, C-A-D-I-Z. Interesting. Could be a mm-hmm. top contender. So do you guys have a, a place that you think is possibly the place? Like, do you guys, is there anything that caught your attention? Mike, was there anything that you caught maybe that was maybe the top contender for a possibility of being Atlantis? No, I, I was pretty, if, I, if it was something that was real, I thought it would be something kind of like how we said earlier that it would be located kind of by the Rock of Gibraltar, mm-hmm. you know, northwestern of like Africa. Yeah. Um, mm. Never thought of it actually being so so large as you described it that one point before about how it reached all the way. Was that the your case? Yeah. And it ran across the whole Atlantic. Yeah. You see, that, and that's why I say, as far as the the ten kingdoms are concerned, like if you have kingdoms like this, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be all in one area. I mean, uh, uh, kingdoms can rule all uh, a huge stretch of land. Yeah. So I mean, for it sounds like that you know, if it was if it was going down that road, that it would have to be referred to as like they were referring to all ten kingdoms. Mm, okay yeah and i agree you know um and and uh, yeah so i mean it would be a lot larger maybe than we than we realized you know mm-hmm. and and not as like constructurally sound like it, it wasn't like uh like you, you talk about these 10 rings you know and people think oh that's what they're talking about that's what atlantis is those i mean five rings the, those five rings no, no those five rings was just the central hub yeah, you, you know, it wasn't all of Atlantis. Atlantis stretched. Atlantis's kingdom stretched far. You know, I'm sorry. I apologize. No, I, go I ahead, didn't go mean to cut you off. I'm looking into something else, and Edgar Casey also talked about a place called Lemuria. You guys ever heard of Lemuria? Lemuria, no. Lemuria actually lines up with what Zealandia would be. Really? Yes. And so he talked about there were two other continents, Atlanta, Atlantis, and then Lemuria. And if you look at where Lemuria is, that would essentially be where Zealandia, they agree, might have been. Um, So interesting little side note that uh, maybe Casey was onto some shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess we'll have to do it. It makes me think about, well, what if you're talking about how there's 10 kingdoms? What if there were 10 large masses of land? Mm Mm-hmm. You know them as continents now, but over time, and you know how things are starting to drop into the ocean. Things, even how you're talking about how New Zealand is now was Zealandia, and how ninety something percent of that landmass is now submerged. Yeah, it must have been a larger piece of land. Oh yeah, but there may be other things out there that we don't even know about yet that could even another continent it could be anywhere you know you bring mm-hmm. up a really good point like we we are earth is what 72 percent water yeah All right 72 percent water okay well we do know for a fact that you know the the sea level was was quite you know hundreds of feet lower back tens of thousands of years ago right we we have we've also know that we have we have explored what around maybe one to five percent of our ocean we have no idea what's down there so what's to say like you were just saying mike what's to say if at one point earth was 72 percent land yeah yeah bro the indian ocean scares the shit out of people (laughs) 
Yeah. Like, people are terrified of that. When that Malaysia plane went down, they were like, mm. "All right, see ya. We're not finding that thing because Do they don't. They can't get. Yeah, they can't get. They they people are fucking terrified of of looking in these oceans. Yeah. And it's amazing that we do not have the technology to safely explore these oceans. Yeah. You know, it's, that's it's why just, we haven't crazy. found the alien bases that are under that are in the water. They're there, and they know that we can't get to them so they're like what's the perfect place to hide they can hide in the oceans we can't fucking get down there man, oh, they, man. they can't have, hide to... they can't hide on the moon dude they can't hide on the moon they can't hide on mars i don't do that often but when it comes to aliens but i'm gonna have to agree with you on that they one. It was always my you're, theory. you're hiding in plain fucking sight dude because they're like uh, always my theory dumb humans can't find us down here Right, they yeah. can't hide in the in in the sky because we're always looking up, but we're terrified of the mm -hmm. fucking oceans. I don't like sharks, so I'm not gonna go look for them. Fuck that, mm -hmm. no way. So, no. all right, guys, I think we hit this pretty well, pretty hard. Um, you guys, any yeah. any last thoughts? Anything that you wanna you wanna throw out there, Mike? You got anything you wanna add in at uh, your your closing statement for Atlantis? Even talking about everything that we've discussed tonight, I think that to me it really solidifies the fact that. It was all mostly mythology. I think a lot of the things, the early, the early stories of Plato, Socrates, all their stuff is about teaching lessons, very similar to the Bible, that is trying to teach you some morals, some values. I think the whole point of Atlantis was really the fact that at some point in time, you, you may be the advanced culture, the advanced society. Essentially, don't forget where you came from, what you've gained. Don't get too big for your bridges. Being superior to yep. other people. Yep. Be humble and try not to take over everything. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. what happened was they tried to take over everything and they got slammed back down. The yep. gods punished them. Literally taken over by the water themselves, right? So like, it's, right. The, it's the, the warning against excess and greed. Yeah. I, I think that's the moral of the story of Atlantis to me. Fair no, enough. No, put you put yourself put yourself at that time at that place. Not in Atlantis though. Like you're you're in Egypt, and all of a sudden you you hear about it. You know, like mm. hey, guess what? Atlantis is gone. What, what do you what do you mean Atlantis is gone? Yeah, Atlantis fucking gone, man. We went over there. <laughs> not, ain't, ain't no, yeah. What are you talking about? I was just there last, there last week. week. No, I'm oh, telling you. They're, they're yeah. Just gone. Or, or just gone in one day, one night. Shit Atlanteans just get there and they're like, it's fucking gone. It's all gone. Yeah. I don't know what, what happened. What I was I in went bed fishing. And then I went fishing. Fucking I water. Back. It was crazy. Bro, Matt, that must have been. Like, if it did happen, it just there, there would have been so much more written about it other than right. just. Good point. In Egypt, unless it would have been like it, it's think all about it, it could be under the paw. It's all could be under the paw. paw. It could, could be, be under the paw. paw. It could be under the paw. But I, I just think that this would have trapped this news around this happening with everybody with Atlantis with everybody saying how technology advanced they were, them being completely wiped off the fucking earth in a night and a day would have been something that everybody in the world would have been talking about and writing down somewhere. Possibility. If they're, if they, if you're right, if their refugees had made it to other places, they probably, you, there's, you would expect that their story would be told more than just yeah. for at least the first time wouldn't have been 9,000 years later with Plato. Yes, exactly. 
Fair you know, you were talking before about the eruption of Terra. Uh, at the island of Terra, uh, Santorini. Yeah. So, and they said that when it when they thought it erupted, it was like equivalent to like multiple like atomic bombs yeah. going off. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter what happens, even even if it was just an earthquake or several earthquakes that just destroyed it and pulled it apart, that's pretty heavy duty stuff. Yeah. Like, you're gonna Everyone's feel that gonna hundreds feel. of miles away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I can't just imagine, like you know, you know, snap your fingers and it's gone. But just, so yeah. let me let me let me hit you with this. As somebody again, like I, I teach history, right? Think about this. Um, we, your ancestors, your great 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 grandparents, whatever you know, what I mean, go back five generations. Do you have any fucking idea what happened to them? Oh, and that would have been that might have been two hundred years ago, right? If this was nine thousand years ago, we don't we don't know who exactly. Was but where my did. point is, nine thousand years ago, it's not so crazy on the flip side to think that all that information might have been lost. You know what I mean? We do know the Library of Alexandria was burned down to the ground, and we it's lost true. everything in the library Library of Alexandria. We don't know. There could have been histories of Atlantis there. That was the biggest library known to mankind at that point. That shit burned to the ground. So I'm just giving, you know, possibilities of where. Yeah. I, my point of history is we actually don't know shit about history. We don't. No. We like to say we do, but we don't. We have no fucking... We're, we're learning brand new shit. We still are arguing today of what the cause of the Civil War was. <laughs> that was 1865. It's pretty clear what it was, but we still argue about that it's, shit. It was an accidental shot. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, yeah that's what it was, right? You know, there is still like an argument of of uh, of you know George Washington having fucking wooden teeth. You know what I mean? Like we're still arguing about shit that's only two hundred years old, and this shit is possibly nine thousand years mm-hmm. old. So the idea that maybe though the records yeah. may have been lost—that's also a possibility as well. That's all. You know, I mean, that's that's my two cents in there. Um, I do think aliens definitely had something yeah. to do with it though, uh, and I, I will fucking die on that hill any day of the week. All right, guys, awesome job. I think we hit this one pretty good. Mike, thank right, you man. so much, man. You fucking killed it. Are uh, you interested in coming back, man? Absolutely. I loved it. It was great. Awesome. 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 Uh, we will be, uh, we'll discuss our next topic. We'll figure it out with Joe if he ever decides to come back. Joe, if you're listening, we love you. Guys uh, at home and uh, folks, ladies and gentlemen, home listening, thank you guys very, very much. We're back with season two. Uh, we're going to try to drop as, uh, you know, as as uh, as weekly or as biweekly as possible. Please, uh, you know, like and subscribe to us wherever you get your your podcast from. Please give us a five-star rating. I fucking come to your kid's birthday party and, and do balloon animal shits if you do that. Bill will paint faces and, and Mike will hand out M&Ms and shit. So if you give us a five-star rating, thanks. And follow us on Twitter at Podcast Story Of. And uh, stay out there, stay you, and stay weird, guys. Uh, we appreciate your patronage. All right, folks. Later. Have a great day. Bye.